Hello, my friends. Brett Patterson coming at you from the financial capital of the West Salt Lake City, Utah. Global HQ, the new digs. Brian Hunsaker, how are we doing today? We're doing great. It's our first podcast of 2023. Happy New Year. Everybody. Oh, how good it is. Yes, Happy New Year. Yeah. And we'd like to key in on that first word, happy. 2022, what's one word to describe 2022, Brian? I'm just glad it's over. <laughs> That was more than one word. That was word. more than one word. <laughs> what emoji would you use on your phone if you were texting somebody a summary of 2022? Well. <laughs> Let's, we don't have to answer. It was a rough year. Well, yeah, it was, a, it was a difficult year, but, you know, hey, I can be happy even in a difficult year. Amen, brother. Yeah. Perspective. Well, let's talk 2023. And before we talk 2023 and the key that of investing that one that we're going to talk about that one investor says is the most important thing. Let's recap the last 36 months because Brian and I today in the office were talking about the 30 the last 36 months and what everybody has experienced and we we were kind of like Holy cow. Well, think about what's happened. All right, last 36 months. 36 months in March, the world shut down from a pandemic, and the market then fell 37%. Recession occurred. Then the market V-bottomed and rallied to all-time highs after the Fed poured gasoline and drunk monetary policy and lowered interest rates to nothing, the market rallied. Then inflation soared to levels we haven't seen since the 80s. Yeah, seven, late 70s, early 80s. Yep. Uh, and now we're in another bear market. And interest rates have risen faster than they ever have in history. Yeah. That's the last 36 months. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lifetime of events in three years. Well, those, those uh, events that you just described, in the last three years, I've been doing this, you know, over 30 years, and I've never experienced any of those things uh, the prior 27 years. So <laughs> all of those things Black in the last three years, it's, it's, crazy. it's been quite a ride. So I bring up that last 36 months just to say, hey, we know a lot of people are tired. We know the markets have been volatile. And, and that sets us up for 2023 and what we want to talk about today. So, Brian, if I were to say, I'm going to say, okay, what are you going to do in 2023? What's your game plan for 2023? <laughs> how, how would you answer that? Well, yeah, I mean, this, we sound like a broken record because <laughs> we, we are. We, we stick to okay. our. I'm going to even interrupt rudely. Okay. That was rude for me to interrupt. That's all right. But I want to, to outline some expectations before you answer that question. Okay. Okay. We, he, we've done a survey, or not a survey, kind of a competition. The winner gets $500 
for our clients, clients only, $500 gift card if for the closest person to guessing where the S&P will be on December 31st of 2023. So far, the average has been 4066 So people are expecting, our clients are expecting on average, a 6.8% year in the markets. Okay? The professionals, the economists, a little less optimistic. From where we are today in the S&P, about a 2.5% return. So with that as the backdrop, because forecasts are always right, Mm -hmm. (laughs) what are you doing in 2023? We just stick to our process. We just do what we do, and that is try to identify great businesses with long-term competitive advantages, pay a good price for them, and then hold dearly (laughs) (laughs) hold dearly yeah all right let's talk about that i love that you said when you buy a great business you should hang on as long as you can if it's a great business when it becomes and and sometimes great businesses turn into average businesses and average businesses turn into below average businesses you know those are times when you make changes and those are and that's what we do that's part of our process is to evaluate when and if that will happen, and if we think that will happen, then we make changes. But uh, as long as we still, as long as we believe that the business is great, it has it continues to have durable competitive advantages, continues to have good management. Um, we hold on, we hold on tight. So really, nothing different in twenty twenty three than twenty twenty two. No, it's there's nothing different than really the, for the last thirty years. I mean, w- this is what we've been doing for thirty years. Yep, discipline, discipline. All right. Now, it doesn't mean that doesn't mean we don't make changes. It just means that we just stick to our process. I'll be listening to conference calls this upcoming quarter as earnings come out, and we'll be Re- and, researching new companies as well. And, exactly, and we'll be reevaluating these businesses and how they're doing, and and uh, I'm and so and then we'll be making. Uh, doing analysis on that, and and if we need to make changes, we will. If if we think businesses are still meet our criteria, then then we'll we'll, we'll stick stick to the plan. Hold them, buy more, research all month long until that last week of the month, and then that's when we either buy or sell based upon the research. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. our process, right? So, Peter Lynch. Famous investor managed the Magellan Fund. Think about these returns, those of you listening. From 1977 to 1990, Peter Lynch averaged 29.2% per year with the Magellan Fund, managing it. That's great, great investor. That's insane. If I were to say, would you want 29% per year? Everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. So I would say absolutely. Peter Lynch was asked, what, what's, what's the key to, to your, your whole philosophy? How do you make money? And you know what he said? <laughs> You're going to love this. The real key to making money in stocks, Peter Lynch said, remember, 29.2% a year. Okay, is to not get scared out of them. <laughs> That's it. That's the secret to success. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's okay. It's it's simple. All right. It's not it's not complicated. I've got I've got some some what if scenarios for you, Brian. I said it, you know, just to It's back simple? It. It's simple, but I didn't say Is it was Is it simple? E- no, it's simple. I didn't say it was easy. I said it was it's pretty simple though. The the the, <laughs> the concept. Yes. Yeah. The concept of don't not get, getting scared don't of get them. Don't get scared out of them. Okay, I can do it. That's simple to understand, That's, but it's not yes. easy to do. Okay, I, yeah. s- I see what you're saying. Okay, hypothetically, Brian, if I were to have purchased Microsoft in December of 2010, uh, I would have over a 600% return in Microsoft. That's impressive. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Anybody would take that. Anybody would want that. But since that time, Microsoft seven times has fallen more than 15%. Three times has fallen more than 20%. Currently is down 35%. How do you get the 628% return? Don't get scared out of stocks. Don't get scared out of a great business, Microsoft. There's a time where right out of the gate, it was down 22%. It kind of sounds familiar from 2022. Yeah. But how does a down 22% turn into a 628% How easy would it have been right out of the gate and it's, you buy it and then not just weeks later, months later, I don't know the time frame you say out of the gate, but to get scared out of owning Microsoft. Within the first year. Within the, you're, you're down 22% right after buying it. Um, you know, it would be easy to, to question whether or not that was a good decision. Yeah. And, uh, but you have a process and you stick with it. Right. Hypothetically, Brian, if you were to have bought on March 16th of 2009, 425 shares of American Express, which is a business we own today. Which is a business we own today. And you would have paid $5,900 for that investment. Today, that investment would be worth $62,300. Yeah. You're up just shy of 1,000%. That's crazy wealth. The creation of wealth. But here's what's happened. And you know what? That, that doesn't frame. include dividends. No, that's just purchase price and current. And current, yeah. Yep, current value. No dividends. All right, let's see here. One, two, three, four times it's been down more than 20%. And I think twice it's been down more than 40%, 45% and 49%. And and specifically to the American Express, in by in May, so if you would have bought it in March of two two thousand nine, and in May it was down, just less than three months later it was down over twenty percent again. Right after you buy it, it goes down twenty some percent just within twenty one percent. Just within a couple months, and how easy it would have been to get you know get scared. I made a mistake. I'm out of here. Um, During COVID, down forty nine percent. Yeah. And right now, it's down, down 31%. And that right now, it's down 31% from its all-time high. But you have a 1,000, let me rephrase that, hypothetically, you have a 1,000% return Yeah. American Express. Right. Tell me 
how does that thousand percent return? How does that $5,900 investment to $62,000 investment, how does that happen? That That's sticking to the process, having a belief in, in what you're doing and having a belief in that you own a great business that will compound and grow over time. You, you stick to that process and that's how it happens. You know, you, you're fo- you focus on the long term. So I love the a, a word that you just used. And I'm going to go back to Peter Lynch who said the real key to making money is to not get scared of the stocks. And maybe 2023 has a theme that is just believe, right? Believe in the process. Believe in the investments. Believe that the country's going to be better off than it is today in the future. Believe that in 10 years from now, Microsoft is going to be double worth it, what it's worth today. Well, and I, I, so this is my patriotic hat, you know, believe in America, believe in capitalism, uh, and uh, it, it, it has worked for over 200 years, and I believe it will continue to work. We, we look at 10, 20, you know, years from now, I absolutely believe that people who own businesses, own real assets, own will do will do well. And so I don't I don't think this is the you know the end of the world. We're going through some challenging times. It's difficult as you look at the the environment we're in right now with right you know high inflation, rising yep. interest rates, and uh, recession. It seems uh, inverted yield curves. We've got yeah. earnings recessions. We've got. China worries. We've got. I I heard a client a client called me today and talked about how worried they were that China was getting a missile that no one could stop. And what are we gonna? How are we gonna change our philosophy about it? There's so many things to worry about all the time. Well, we had World War Two. We had the Cuban Missile Crisis. We had you know we had nine eleven. We've had. Uh, an impeachment of presidents. We've we've had all kinds of problems, and we've gotten through. We've had, you know, other wars. We're going through a war right now. We'll have more problems in the future, and uh, but we, you know, capitalism works. You know, America works. And really, the only way to to compound your wealth in a way to where we're looking at. You know, and I'm not saying that all of our investments are going to get a thousand percent return. There's, I'm not saying I would never guarantee anything like that. But if you're looking at a thousand percent return in Microsoft, the only way to get that is to experience the highs and the 45 percent drawdown, and the 49 percent drawdown, and the 31 percent drawdown. That's just the reality of it. That's that's owning a business. That's owning stock, publicly traded stocks. That's just. You know, that's that's what it's all about. So in 2023, my friends, you got to believe. That's the theme of the year. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks like 2023 is going to be difficult. It looks like that. But I can tell you that in March of 2009, um, it looked very difficult at that point. And March of 2009, that was the bottom. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, here January of 2023 that we've hit the bottom. I, I don't know that. But it's interesting that when things are the bleakest is usually the best time when to buy. we kind of set new lows and and you know and so I don't know will will we set a new low at some point during the year very very possible but I do I do continue to believe that 
investors that hold on to great own and hold on to great businesses over the next three, five, and ten years, and I've said this hundreds of times, I feel I still believe that we'll do very well and you'll be glad that we own great businesses and, and we stuck with it. Yep. That's the key. As Peter Lynch said, the key to making money is not get scared out of stocks. With that, and a new theme for the year, you got to believe, brothers and sisters. (laughs) (laughs) With that, until next time. Thanks. Bye-bye. This is a purely public broadcast and is not intended to be personalized financial advice for any individual's specific situation. Each individual's financial situation is unique, and the topics discussed on this broadcast should not be relied upon and or considered as personalized advice. Specific financial securities discussed are not intended to address any listener's particular financial situation and should not be considered recommendations. This is for educational purposes only. For more information, please contact Iron Gate Global Advisors at info at or by...